impact, income, and influence. With us on the show today, we have a dietitian and nutritionist. Carlita focuses on how to eat right so that you can be at your peak performance. I know as an entrepreneur, it can be a struggle to eat great food. I'm always pressed for time. I'm always running around, um, and it can be really easy to eat unhealthy. But Carlita is going to show us how we can implement great eating habits, have healthy, nutritious food that tastes great, always on hand, and then be at our peak performance. Enjoy the episode. Impact, income, and influence. It's the three things that are most important to entrepreneurs today, and that's what this podcast is all about. If you're a coach, consultant, author, blogger, YouTuber, creator, or entrepreneur who believes what they do can change the world, this podcast is dedicated to you. I'm Steve Warner, and welcome to Impact, Income, and Influence. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the show today. I am super excited. I have a health, fitness, and diet coach on the show with us. Carlita, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. It's my pleasure. I'm super excited to meet you. Um, my girlfriend actually introduced us. Um, Carrie, my girlfriend, does has known you for a long time and speaks so highly of you. So I am super excited to have you here and to share with people about what you do. So tell us a little bit about what you do. So I'm a transformational nutrition coach. And it's, um, it's not just about giving a meal plan or um, a diet, but it's actually taking the client through a transformational journey of uh, mindset, uh, formation habits, and then hitting the nutrition um, part of it. Awesome, That's a, that is really good. I think so many people focus on, you know, I need a diet, I need a workout routine, but then they don't stick with it because they don't have the mindset to go with it. And really that's, in my opinion, like 90% of the game. Um, exactly. So that is, that's awesome. So I know you have a bit of a personal journey to get there because you had to work on your mindset. So where did all this start for you? So everything started approximately two years ago, a little bit over two years ago. I uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer and that was a pretty, you know, devastating news. And when, when I was going through that, um, through that journey of uh, breast cancer, um, right after surgery and right after everything ended, uh, I went probably for approximately a year of feeling like a victim and asking that, um, asking the wrong question of why me? And um, after a year of sitting in that victim mode, I just decided to do something about it. And I uh, start asking, you know, a different question. Well, it happened for me. And what is the message? I mean, what is that I need to do? And I started studying nutrition. And that was just for my personal journey. I want to know more about my body. I want to know how my body functions. And I don't want to be, again, in this situation, um, being diagnosed with cancer. And uh, I know that I can't eliminate it 100%, but I know I have a lot of power. 
And that's how my journey started. I went back to school, studying nutrition, I'm studying holistic nutrition now. And I just finished writing up a book um, that talks about on how to remove toxins from your life or from your environment. And I mean, we can't remove 100% of those toxins, but we can do a lot to improve. So that's how I ended up um, building this um, business now, which is nutrition. I, as I was learning all this new stuff, I was implementing and other people were noticing changes, not necessarily physically, but you know, you have a glowing skin or you, you know, you look good or you feel good or you look happier or you're, you know, more positive or et cetera. And they started noticing all those, all these changes and people started asking questions, family and friends. And I started sharing my knowledge and I noticed that it was such a rewarding feeling you know, to go out there and help people and guide them through, you know, through your journey. And is I'm like, maybe it's something that I can do in the long run, you know, starting this business and helping others. That's awesome. I mean, helping others is such a rewarding experience when you start to see, because seeing the change in yourself feels great. And then you're like, why isn't everybody else doing this? Like, oh my goodness, right? Yes. Um, so there are a couple things that I want to talk about in there, I think the very first thing, like, I don't even know if you know this in yourself, but the, the fact that you identified that you were in the victim role and then taking action to get out of it, anyone listening to this out there, if you ever find yourself saying, I can't, it's not fair, the world's against me, this is horrible, all of those things stop you from ever having any kind of momentum forward because the presupposed notion is, well, the world's against me. I can't do anything about it. So how could you have a positive thought? But the, what you said was the minute that that changed, suddenly the world opens up and there are possibilities, right? Yes. What was the first thing that you did once you, once you got out of that victim mindset and you, what was the first step that you took towards removing some toxins and starting to learn about nutrition? Because I know your journey wasn't overnight. No. No, I, I guess I was just so tired of being, so tired of being a victim of, I was just like, this, this sucks. And I'm just done feeling this way. And I just, I literally decided I need to do something about it. And like you mentioned, it was not an easy, um, it was not a, an easy or a quick start but it was that switch on I need to do something about it. I'm just tired of being on the bottom and um, and feeling this way. And I just decided to do something. I'm a mom as well. So some, you know, a lot of times we tell our kids, you know, be strong, have positive energy and do this and do that. But it's, I think it has to be, you have to show action as well. You have to show leadership and you, and I, I was thinking like, well, I went through a really hard time. What can I do? This is a great opportunity for me to show my kids that when you go through adversity, um, you, you can come out of it and you can come out better. 
and there are all these lessons that you can learn. And that's basically how I, my first thing was to answer your question was to change that mindset and then to see the possibilities. And I didn't know what the possibilities were. I just knew that I needed to change my mindset. And, um, and once that happened, the possibilities open up and then the habit formation started and then here i am and i'm still working i mean i'm still a work in progress um i haven't reached you know my goal or my destiny uh, or destination i'm sorry but it's i think the life is a it's a work in process everything is a work in mm -hmm. progress like one of my big takeaways through my journey of the last six years is like i set a goal and then i hit the goal and if you don't have another goal you, you feel depressed and lonely and you're wandering because it really, I mean, as cliche as it sounds, it really is about the journey. It's about always learning and always growing and always moving forward. So we're, we are all a work in progress. We never become. Yes. Um, so I love the fact that you, you like talk about, I, I made the decision, I changed. And like, the thing is, I, I always tell people, once you plant a stake in the ground, and you say, I am doing this, like how many doors opened for you just like that? And like, you started to see a path forward, right? Yes. So what, yes. Go ahead. What was the first thing, like, what was the first thing you did nutrition wise or health wise to start moving forward? The first thing I started, and like I said, if people are listening, I'm still, it's still a work in progress. Um, the first thing that I did, um, um, when I decided to start this journey was nutrition. I focused a lot on nutrition. And when I was, you know, eating all these um, things and um, eating clean, eating organic, eating holistic as much as possible, um, then I noticed that I was being so stressed of eating so clean and I would, I was just so overwhelmed with everything. Because I think, um, healthy is just it just depends on how it's it's somebody's perception of healthy because when you start looking at healthy you start oh okay you start with nutrition now that you're doing all this then it goes on to exercise it, it just keeps going and growing and growing and i started with nutrition and i was getting stressed and i was getting overwhelmed and that's when my uh, mindset came in um, I started meditating. I started um, doing all these other things, listening to podcasts, um, reading books, um, getting involved or be part of um, groups that were going through the same thing as me. And that was the nutrition was the, the start. But then from there, that point, I started going and branching into other things like meditation. I mean, it's good to eat healthy, but if you're counting every single calorie and you're being stressed about, you know, is it organic or not? Um, that is not good either. Right. I mean, I've seen, I've seen health, like people that start to get healthy and they become so obsessive compulsive about it that it ruins their life in other ways. Yes. Um, and it, it is about finding some balance there. So, I want to switch gears a little bit and I want to talk more about the people that you serve and the people that you're looking to help. So your journey is great because you were able to shift those things and you started helping other people 
shift their beliefs and their habits around health and nutrition as well. So talk about like, what do you, what are the specifics that you do for people? Like, I know you wrote a book. Let's talk about your book a little bit and about eliminating toxins and about how you actually help people. Like, what are the results that you see and what are the, the things that you prescribe for people? Yeah, the, the first thing I, well, I help busy moms um, transform their fridge, their refrigerator or their pantry um, so they can provide uh, nutrition meals to their family. And it's just giving them little quick tips on how to meal prep and um, how to prepare. Because given a diet, in my, in my opinion, it's, it just doesn't work. I mean, you can, I can write a meal plan. I can write a, a recipe for someone. But if they don't have the mindset and if they don't have a habit, and if they don't have some sort of um, calendar that they can put in, like going for a walk or going for a run or going to work, I mean, everything is in a calendar. And the way it should be nutrition as well. So I first start with mindset, habit formation, and then nutrition. Um, I think we all tend to start at nutrition and then it's just, it never sticks. Yes. It's yeah. just never sticks. And it, and it is like something, I mean, I still have a, sometimes, you know, a struggle and, but I now have, you know, tools that reset that back and I can say, oh, okay, I had a bad day or I had a bad meal. And then I have now the tools to get myself back on track. And then my book is not so much about nutrition, but it's, um, it's more about how reducing toxins from um, from either the groceries you buy, the produce, or um, the items that you put on your on on your face, on your body. Because a lot of times we think, oh, reducing pesticides or herbicides from vegetables or fruits, but we also um, by all, you know, lotion, shampoo, spray, conditioner, uh, makeup, you know, women, we use more and more and more products than men. And every single um, product that we use have all those, uh, you know, toxins as well. Yes. And I mean, we can go on and on and furniture and stuff like that. But it's the, the book that I wrote is just a basic general. It's for those people that want to start um, cleaning up some of that, um, some of those items in their household, maybe um, the items that they clean, you know, the restroom or the kitchen and stuff like that. So I provide him some um, brands that I recommend that I personally use, or I have a lot of do-it-yourself projects that they can actually just go out there and buy and make them with just a few dollars. So. Wow. So uh, there's a lot in that statement. I want to. I want to work. Yes. First, <laughs> I think. Um, I think one of the things that I hear. Well, when I got started. I mean, I lost one of the things that affected me the most. Somewhere that we basically eat the five, the same like five to ten meals over and over and over. We all have things that we go to, um, and then. So planning those out, the way you were talking about planning a calendar, if I know that I like to eat these 
like these meals, what are the worst meals in there that I can eliminate, right? And then what are the good meals that I can just have on hand that I can either prepare on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and have in the fridge so that when I'm hungry, I don't just go for a microwave pizza and ice cream because that's the easiest thing there, right? So I think that's a really good step that you're pointing to. Um, so what are some of like the easy meals that you can tell people to prepare that are just there so that they have, what's something you focus on? So one of the things that I focus a lot is um, protein because I believe a lot of us do not consume the right amount of protein or enough protein. So that's one of my biggest things. I always have protein in my home. I usually put the slow cooker um, or I either um, put them on the oven or grill them on the weekend. I mean, a lot of chicken, <laughs> just a lot, a lot of chicken. And, um, and then I just cut them a little, you know, in little pieces, put them in the fridge, other the rest in the uh, freezer and then that way we have to make salads we have to make you know tacos or anything pasta you can throw it on or just chicken you know with vegetables and chicken it will be my number one recommendation and then another quick um tip is to always have frozen vegetables um, a lot of people think they don't have, you know, enough nutrition and they do. And, um, now there's, you know, like Costco, um, you can buy a huge bag of frozen organic, uh, vegetables and that's a quick one. I mean, you can put them in the oven or you can just put them on the microwave with your protein that you made over the weekend. And then, you know, you have your protein, you have your vegetables and fiber, and then you can just put some um, carbs, which um, you can put sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes. Um, and, and that's about it. Let's talk about carbs really quick. So I'm a big believer in protein as well. Um, I actually started tracking because people said that you should have at least like, the, the amount of protein, I thought I was eating a lot of protein, right? And then I started tracking it. And you should have a roughly, what I've heard is like 30 to 35% of your total caloric intake should be through proteins. Do you agree with that? Is that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, generally, yes. Okay. So if that's the case, for those of you out there listening to this thinking, I probably get that. How many grams do you think that is? like figure that number out because I was eating about half of, I was getting about 15% of my dietary caloric intake through protein. So when I realized that I started opening, I do the slow cooker as well. I have a crock pot going right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I do chicken, I do pork, I do turkey. Um, but I wanna touch on the carb thing because I feel this is a, a misconception as well. Um, you should have carbs in your diet. Just doing a low-carb diet does not mean that you are being healthy or that you're getting what your body needs, especially if you are active, um, if you are in any kind of fitness routine, if you're lifting weights, if you're running, if you're swimming, if you're active, you need carbs. Um, if you're overweight, it's different. But I want to hear you talk about that. You, I, love, I love complex carbs. So in, when, when I, what I mean with complex um, carbs is kind of like um, – you have your sweet potatoes that will be one well that's one of my favorites but um it's just different people think carbs is sugar 
and everything it's like dumped, dumped together. And carbs is so important for us because it provides us energy. So that is just the main, when you think of carbs, think about energy. And try, what I do is try to get as many carbs from real fruit. I always try to go after real fruit and that is um, putting frozen um, um, blueberries on my smoothie, for example. That's carbs. And you always want to go after that fruit that has the least carbs on it. I mean, because you do need carbs. You just don't need like the carbs, for example, on a, on a mango, let's say. Um, and because throughout the day, everything we eat and everything we consume is going to have an amount of carbs on it. So for example, if I have, um, if I put ketchup on it on my fries or something like that, I tried that each, um, package, um, product that I have contains less than three or two grams of carbs. Cause if you add all those carbs throughout the day, we do eat. It's just, you need to be careful when you're eating and when those carbs come from processed food. So. I think that's the key. I think the process piece. So I know you mentioned complex carbs. I know you mentioned sweet potatoes. What are some of your other complex carbs? Like if you're cooking a meal, what do you put with the protein? I know you said vegetables. What else do you put with it to, to get the carbs? White rice will be another of my favorites. And I know it's not a big fan of a lot of people, but it's another way, I mean, amazing way of um, adding carbs to your, to, to your meal. So every, um, every meal I have, and it's pretty similar every day, <laughs> but I always, um, I always try to put in my carbs, my fat, which is usually comes from avocado oil or some sort of um, butter. And um, so carbs, fat, and then protein, and then my fiber, which is vegetables. So that's exactly how my meal, when I create a meal or even maybe a snack, it, I'm always, I'm always going to have my protein, my fiber, uh, my carbs, and then a little bit of fat. And, um, and the fat, I mean, like I said, it can come from either avocado oil. I love MCT oil. Um, butter, real butter, <laughs> not, not, um, not the fake butter, are you but it, everything in radiation, huh? You like carry gold butter? Yes. That's my favorite one. That's that the one I use. Well. <laughs> Carrie always yells at me. Carrie's like, don't put butter on it. But I always tell her, I'm like, you should have fat in your diet. A not yes. diet is not a healthy diet. You should have fat, especially if you're working out. You just shouldn't have, like, sugar is the thing that you need to stay away from more than anything else. I love sugar, yes. but that's another. <laughs> um, so what do you say to people? Because the biggest, the biggest thing that I've heard when I tell people, because I eat the same thing. I usually do, like, two fists of protein, one fist of vegetable, one fist of carbs. That's, like, mm -hmm. a very easy way. But I hear yeah. people say, well, it doesn't taste good. I don't like eating it because it doesn't taste good. So how do you season your food? How do you make it taste good? Because you have kids too, and you have to get them to eat it. Yes, and um, I use a lot of spices on, 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 on my stuff. And I have, um, I have different ones that I, I don't know. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, 
I have different ones. I um, I love the 21 seasonings from um, Trader Joe's. And then I love, um, there's a brand from Costco and I, I think it's Kirtland's Kier, or something like that. Um, one of my um, tips that I would give to people is to whenever you're looking at, at the seasoning, to look at the label in the back and make sure you understand every single ingredient. Um, and if you can understand every single ingredient and it's plain and simple and there's no additives or there's no added um, you know, uh, process um, ingredients there, then you're good to go. Find one that you know, meets your, your, your sense, your, um, your flavor taste and go with that. And there's so many now in, you know, in days. I put lemon on my chicken with 21 seasonings um, from Trader Joe's and that gives so much flavor into it. Um, I, another one that I love is um, from Primal Kitchens. It's the barbecue sauce. I love that one. And it has, I believe, less than three grams of uh, sugar. And it has a lot of flavor to it. So, I mean, just make sure that when you're getting, you know, a seasoning that you understand the ingredients in the back and you are go good to go. That will give a lot of flavor to it. Yeah, that's, I mean, the key is I use a lot of lemon juice. I use a lot of lime juice. And I use a lot of, like, healthy sprinkle on seasonings you can make anything taste good you just have to get outside of the i'm just going to cover it in ranch um yeah. philosophy <laughs> right and that's a work in process it is it always is um let's talk about kids a little bit because i think that's something i think if there's any parents out there listening to this i'm sure there are um how do you deal with your children because i'm sure they want to grab they want ice cream bars or you know they want a fruit roll-up they want something that's not healthy for them. They want a couple cans of soda. How do you deal with that? And how have you, how have you helped them transition a little bit? So it's hard. It's hard when you think it's hard as a parent. I think it, it, we have to put ourselves as an example. And we are the ones that bring the food to, you know, to the house. So you mentioned earlier that you have in your home and the same works for kids. You have in your home, you don't bring any things that don't serve you or that you might want to eat and uh, when you're hungry or when we're not preparing the meals on time and we want to grab something and it's usually something unhealthy. The same thing is one of the recommendations to me is don't bring anything that don't serve you know, your nutrition goals to your kids or to yourself. So don't have any temptations. <laughs> First of all, and then the second is try to um, have patience with kids. Um, uh, test, you know, if they don't like the chicken this way, try to season it with this, try to bake it, try to grill it, try different, um, different things. Try to involve them will be another big um, success that I see when people involve them, involve the kids and the children and making the meals. So um, try to have them cut the vegetables, um, you know, or um, maybe wash the vegetables or help you prepare the meal so they can be involved in it. I so they, can, yeah, so they can have an opinion and ask them, okay, um, this is what we're going to eat three times, you know, this week. 
you guys have an option for these two days or vice versa. You know, I'm going to pick these two days. You guys pick three. What will you want to eat? And, um, and then start from there. Um, one of my things, another tip that I, that I gave a lot is um, if you are not eating healthy right now, try to just add vegetables or add more vegetables to your plate. And just start that simple. Because sometimes we want to change everything <laughs> and it just doesn't work. So try to add um, a little bit of more vegetables or introduce, you know, new vegetables to them or new nutritious foods to them step by step. And then, and then right now we're all at home. <laughs> so that would be a good idea to, you know, to get them involved on cooking the meals with you. I'm not saying all of them, but you know, maybe on the weekend or during the week and it's your night. So let's just start cooking. You know, you're going to be preparing tonight's meal. That's, I think that's awesome because kids love to feel involved. They love to feel and make it fun for them ways. Like, I mean, I grew up with a mom who was a cook uh, and the way that she, she quote gamified it. That's a, a word that you hear now, but she would always say, okay, when you're done chopping those, then you can do X, right? Like she would make it fun and give little rewards and like it made it, I mean, it was, I actually really enjoy it. And it's one of the reasons that I'm a good cook today. Um, I think one of the other things that I think COVID has, has shown people this, but you hear so many people say, I either don't have time to cook or I don't have the money. They would rather go to McDonald's and buy, you know, a $3.99 meal versus making something at home. So can you talk a little bit about like the cost and how long should it take? I mean, we touched on having a slow cooker, doing some meal prep on Sunday or Monday when you have some time and then having it. But how would you approach that if people say, you know, I don't have the time and I don't have the money? So I'm going to be very bold, <laughs> if it's okay with you. I, I just, I, I think I don't have the time is, I think it's, I don't make the time because we all have the same amount of time. It's just what you want to, we all have time. It's just, if we want to give time to that, if we want to give energy to that, if that's a, prior, a priority to us or not. And I think that's one of the misconceptions that we have that we don't, we don't have time. And I'm telling you, because that's the way I thought before. I don't have time for this. I'd rather just be on, you know, at McDonald's for 15 or 10 minutes on the drive-thru and, and spend this amount of time when it's, that would be my suggestion to implement some sort of um, um, habit formation, implement, have it on your on your calendar dedicate time to it wake up 15 minutes earlier um spend a few minutes here and there preparing the meals i mean there you can make meals um on the slow cooker the night before and have it ready in the morning i mean and to be honest with you all of my meals take no more than 20 minutes all of my lunches and dinners and that's just because i do the preparation up front and it's just easier for me during the week. So I dedicate maybe an hour, hour and a half during the weekend, and I'm ready for the whole week. So time is just if you want to dedicate that time to it. Money, it's way, way cheaper um, going out and spending, you know, buying a chicken, buying, you know, a whole rack of 
tights or breast um, chicken or whatever your choice of protein is and preparing that meal. You can make so much out of, you know, $6 or $7 of chicken. You can make so many more meals for it. Um, there, there's just so much um, options right now. And they even have cut vegetables. So, I mean, you don't even have to cut your vegetables. Um, they're just so much, it, it's not about time and it's not about money. I think it's just more about if you want to put that energy into it or not, if it's a priority to, you know, to you or not. I, I mean, I agree a hundred percent. I think people's, our gut reaction, whenever somebody says you should be doing X, we know we should be doing it, but we, the first reaction is I don't have time because we're all busy. Mm -hmm. We all have a lot going on. The second thing is it costs more and you just destroyed both of those. The time thing, I agree. Put something in a slow cooker. I usually do it on Saturday or Sunday. It's mm -hmm. done by the end of the day. And I usually do like four or five pounds. I have enough protein for the week. I usually do, sometimes I'll do two. I'll do like a pork and a chicken or a turkey mm -hmm. chicken so that I have some variety. Mm -hmm. I do a cauliflower pizza. So I love pizza. Yeah. Um, the, the replacement is a cauliflower pizza. And what I do to get enough protein is I put shredded chicken on top of it. So I'll do a pepperoni pizza with shredded chicken, maybe a little bit of barbecue, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that I get enough protein. But I think like thinking like that, where I have two Tupperware containers in the fridge with protein and I have bagged frozen vegetables the same way, I'll microwave them. Then I put them in a pan for three or four minutes to get a little bit of crispiness on them. And it's, that whole process on a Monday night, it takes me 10 minutes to put together dinner, which is actually faster than going to the drive-thru, right? Yes, yes, exactly. And it's cheaper. I mean, if you're tracking your expenses, it's way cheaper than going out to eat. And it's not even about cheap or time or anything like that, but it's about the only body that we have here. <laughs> and um, how, you know, food is, um, I heard it, this quote from Dr. Ammon and said, um, you know, eat food that loves you back. And I was just like, wow, that is impressive. L you know, eat food that loves you back. I mean, all those processed food does nothing to your body. It's just empty calories and um, empty calories and things that really doesn't nutrient your body. All, you know, a hamburger, it's, it, it doesn't taste the same if you make it at your no, at your home, or it doesn't have the same nutrients than if you make it at your home. If you buy, you know, grass fed and and you put good ingredients on it, um, just processed food does nothing. It's just empty calories that go in. And um, and one of the things that I um, that I learned was that when we eat anything that we eat, thirty five percent goes to your brain, feeds your brain. And the rest goes to your, you know, um, digestive system. And it's so important that if everything we're eating, 35% feeds your brain, is just, um, and then feeds the rest of your organs. If we think about it that way, I mean, we will be more conscious of what we put in our bodies. Yeah. So that's a really good, really good way to think about it. I think if you tell people that, it's hard to argue with that, right? Yes. Awesome. So I want to switch gears a little bit and I want to talk about your business. Um, so you wrote the book, you've got yes. that going and you've got started that going. some people a little bit. 
So talk to me about what, what, what do you do with a client? What does that look like for you? So um, they can reach out to me and depending on their needs, um, we can, we, I, I usually go to their homes, look at their pantry, look at their fridge, look at their schedule, look at um, their lives, their needs, because we all have different needs and um, our lives all look different. And then start that process of, you know, of working towards their goal their nutrition goal. So it's just, um, it's, you know, basis on, on that type of, I'm sorry, I went blank, on that type of client. Whatever their needs is, is that um, I adjust my program to them. And I, um, I, um, I apologize. <laughs> You're okay. No, I just I just work with um with their needs and their and what is that they need in order to to reach you know that goal. And then I educate them about nutrition, you know, about um things that they need, if they need to um up their consumption of water and just depending on their needs. Awesome. I like it. Um so if people wanted to get your book, where can they get your book at? So my book is going to be released September 1st, so it's coming up, and if you want to have more, more information, you can uh, visit me on Instagram. I'm going to be posting um, this whole month um, little, um, little reminders of when the book is coming up. I'm going to put a link directly so they can go in and, and purchase that book. It's going to be an ebook. It's going to be online. And then they can also go to Instagram and um, take um, advantage, especially right now during these times. Um, you can go to Instagram, click on my link tree, and there's going to be a free 10-day uh, cleanse. And um, that cleanse um, focus on eating healthy, whole foods, organic, uh, mainly fruit and vegetables. So it kind of like, kickstarts you to start eating, to change your palate, and um, just makes you a little bit aware of where to start. And, um, and it's for free. It has um, all the meal plans. It has the grocery list. It has suggestions and supplementation and stuff like that. So it's for free, and you can get it on Instagram right now. Awesome. So if you guys want that, uh, check the show notes for this. It will have a link to Clarita's Instagram account so that you can go and grab that. So I want to finish up uh, with just a few really fast takes. If somebody asked you for a book to read that would point them in the right direction, other than your book, other than my book, <laughs> what would you give them? What would you say is something good? Um, if I would give them one, and I'm act I actually just finished that one, and I thought it was so, so good. It was Atomic Habits. I don't know if you have read that book. I have. It, yeah, and I think it's, it's a great book for any, any journey or for business owners, for um, you have a nutrition goal, for anything like that. I, I think that would be a good start. Awesome. What... Um what are the top like one two three pieces of advice if somebody was like i i want to do something i just don't have a lot of time i don't have a lot of money what is like one or two things that you would tell them that they could do today that would start to move them in the right direction um 
be kind to yourself. <laughs> that would be, I know it's so, so simple and so um, maybe um, not, you know, what people expected, but be kind to yourself. And, and with that is because sometimes we want to make all these changes. We uh, feel so overwhelmed and don't know where to start. So, you know, be kind with yourself, start slow. And um, another, another tip for nutrition wise will be add more vegetables. So start by adding more vegetables. If you eat more vegetables, there will be less room for, you know, the other stuff that you have on your plate that might not be, you know, um, uh, the best. Yes. And then another thing, don't be hard on yourself. Um, I live an 80-20 life, which means, you know, 80% of the time I eat pretty clean. And then I leave that 20% for either the weekend, you know, one meal, <laughs> or, you know, if I go to a restaurant and I'm not going to be picking, you know, this, if I want a hamburger, I'll order a hamburger. So um, those will be my three top. Awesome. If there's, what's the best tasting vegetable? Because I know a lot of people hear the word vegetable and they think of like carrots and peas and lima beans and things that aren't. Okay. <laughs> my, so. my favorite one is the purple cauliflower. Awesome. I don't know if you have tried it before. I have. I, I mean, I love that one. And I love to put a little bit of lemon and a little bit of spices. And then I put it in the oven and I, it's just amazing. Nice. Well, Karita, thank you so much for being on. It was a joy to talk with you. I'm sure the listeners got a ton out of it. Make sure you go to her Instagram, pick up her book, um, and we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning into today's show. Are you looking for a way to produce powerful content that creates quality leads and can scale your business from 3K to 10K and beyond? If so, head over to storiesthatscale.com and pick up your free templates today. These free templates will show you the five core stories that will help your business scale that you can tell across social media, email, and YouTube. Anywhere you need content, these templates will help you out, and they're free at storiesthatscale.com. Or if you know you want my help building out your content and monetization strategy, head over to steven.coffee and book my time today. Till next time, take action, change lives, and make money. I'll see you soon. Thank <laughs> you.